Hello and welcome to our Art Splash podcast, where we have open and playful and also meaningful and thought-provoking conversations about art, creativity, life and spirituality. I'm Joy Fay, And I'm Eve-Marie Whitson-Jones. And today we're very fortunate to have a very special guest with us, Chris Miller. Uh, welcome, Chris, to our podcast. You are our first guest, and uh, we're very honored to have you with us today. We are, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, I thought I would just introduce you to our listeners and tell them a little bit about your background um, first, and then we'll launch into our conversation. So Chris is the author of uh, The Spiritual Artist, which um, is a wonderful book I've uh gone through it over a couple of times now and every time I read it I find something new and and more relevant and interesting um and right. um you've got quite an interesting background as well Chris I think you were a uh, you managed a graphic design company or an advertising agency uh mm -hmm. for many many years and then yes, you launched right. into being a full-time artist so that's quite the transition, and uh, we do look forward to hearing about your journey and all the different things that you've learned along the way. Um, so first of all, maybe you can just tell us a little bit about your book. So you published it in 2023, I believe, right? Yeah, I, I published it. Uh, I published an update in 2023, but I actually published the first edition in, in late 2021, okay. um, and I wrote it during COVID. Oh, so it was, yes, right. one of those creative projects that came out of COVID. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And, and I don't know if any of you, if either of you are familiar with morning pages. Um, yes, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so Joy, you know, I actually did morning pages for many years when I went, I would go to Santa Fe once a year and take a one week retreat, which I highly recommend to all artists is to give yourself that time away from life to just be creative. And during mm -hmm. that time, I would write morning pages. Mm -hmm. And I did it for like yeah. eight, eight years. Wow. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. I, I started with those with a with a book. This is years ago. I think it's called The Artist Within. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of started me off doing that kind of journaling every day. And I have to admit, I don't do it every day now, but I just I still do it when I kind of got so much stuff in my head, I've got to get rid of it. <laughs> Same thing. But, I, I, date, I date my entries and you'll see there's gap. There's more and more gaps, but, yeah. um, and you can tell when life is getting a little crazy because you have a big gap in there. But yes. so what, what I did is I took my notes after eight years and during COVID, I, I realized that there was a book in there. Yeah. And fantastic. The book, so what the book talks about is it's about mm. getting into the, what some people call the flow state or the mm. creative state. It's that yeah, wonderful yeah. place where you just feel like you're connected to some, and I always say some greater power. I leave it open to yeah. the person's personal preference, but you just feel this connection and you're flowing yeah. and you just feel more than you are and yet yeah. the best that you are, I guess. Is yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just all the different things that get in your way from being there. So each chapter, <sighs> each chapter just deals with stuff like judgment critical yeah. judgment, rushing through, you know, it's a big thing, the rule of medium, how, how we oftentimes rush through our creative practice, you know, mm -hmm. trying. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, yeah. It's a, yeah. So I, was there a chapter that y'all that stuck out with you, uh, Eve, or something that 
resonated? Well, there was lots of things actually. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'm just looking at my notes and I, you know, put big asterisks next to things that I thought, oh, wow, this is fantastic. Um, I love the idea that you would propose about ideas are looking for a receptive host. It sounds a little science fiction-y in a way, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a little bit maybe creepy, but in obviously in a very positive way. And I think that I love that concept that there are things kind of out in the ether, con, you know, ideas or creativity that's just looking for someone to come into and have it expressed in some way, shape or form. Yeah, I, I love that idea. And I'm, I referenced, I'm trying to remember the book that I referenced that it was the creative habit or the creative um and it talk, she talks about that. And she says that we're all, what's so neat about that is that we're all connected. And these wonderful- Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Have you ever noticed that sometimes you'll be thinking something and your friend might be thinking it at the same time? Yeah. Yes, the synchronicity yeah. can be incredible, can't it? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly, uh, Joy. Synchronicity is amazing. And so what happens is the whole idea is that if you don't grab that idea and go with it, spirit, you know, spirit is speaking with you. If you don't take it, someone else will <laughs> and, yes. and I love it. it'll just go on to the next person right uh, and then and you so, can say I thought of that first but I didn't do anything about it <laughs> yeah that's exactly why and what I would like to add to that that's really important is it will always be unique to you I was so, going to say that I was going to say whether you get the idea or someone else gets it if it's the same idea it'll come out differently won't it yeah, because yeah, we're all course, we're all yeah. so unique. And so if Joy grabs that idea as opposed to Eve, it's going to be interpreted differently it's gonna be different. and it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's so fun about it. Right. We're all special. We are all <laughs> well, special. I think, you know, I do. And I've been teaching for for a very long time and years ago. I haven't done it for a long time now, but I used to do quite a lot of demonstrations in front of the class because they always wanted to copy something. So I'd get a, a a picture and then they had to follow me, you know, as I did it. But it wouldn't matter how many people were there. Every single one was different, yeah. but they were all copying the same thing. And, you know, when people go on about finding your style and finding your style, I'm saying you don't have to find it. It's already there. <laughs> you you know? can't avoid it, actually, can you? You can't avoid it because <laughs> we're all so unique and, 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 and amazing. We don't yeah. need to. Um, go find it out there you know no, it's, it's almost just remember look inside it. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and that and that probably goes along with what you were saying in your book about um learning your unique process and understanding you know what you know your normal kind of flow of how you do art is unique to you and the and the tools that you like to use and the you know the color palette that you tend to 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 use and so on um, mm -hmm. It is so very unique to you as well. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. I, I think what the book came out of is my mentor took, we came into class one day and she would always give us a little assignment, you know, Joy. Like, and she, one day she came in and she would sit, stand there at the door with the coffee in her hand and she'd wear, she'd be wearing a jean shirt and she'd just say, today, I want you to watch your process. And I was like, what? I, I mean, I, I just went into the art room and threw stuff down and, you know, but, and I think the truth of it is we all do that in life. We, we, we were always creating, but mm. are we conscious of what we're creating? Yeah. You know, are well, we that's, that's the key, isn't it? Yeah. It yeah. Is. It is. It's a type of mindfulness, isn't it? I mean, you know, we talk about mindfulness um, of our bodies, 
um, and our thoughts, perhaps, but also this is another aspect of it, isn't it? Is watching yourself as you're as you're making marks or which paintbrush you tend to pick up and so on. It all yeah. kind of fits into the same concept. I think it does. And what's really what I find special to pe for people to note is first you watch yourself, but then you can choose yourself. Mm. So so mm -hmm. once you watch that, oh, I always gravitate. I always gravitate towards ochre. Okay. I just, I love that color, <laughs> but then I can choose it. Then I can say, you know what, this time I'm not going to use it. Mm. I'm, I'm going to force myself into another color palette. Right. And I'm sure Joy, you, you know, that's one of my favorite assignments is to tell people, I want you to paint with the color that you, the, the color you hate the most. <laughs> Yes. Oh yeah, I've done a few of those. Yeah. And it's really it's really interesting. In fact, I have got a whole stack of paints that I haven't used for ages and colours that I never use anymore. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to have a go with just focusing on those colours <laughs> that I would never use and just to see what might happen. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm kind of very into blues and, you know, you can probably see behind me. Yeah. I love blues and teals and orange and all that, but I'm not very good with reds and purples and, you know, mauve. I don't kind of use those colours and it, it's kind of weird. It just doesn't resonate with me at all. So maybe I should dive into it to see why. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, it does. It forces, you know what, what my mentor would tell me is if you're doing something that you're comfortable with, like a style that you're very comfortable with. Yeah. Use those colors that you're not comfortable with and it will force you out of some. Out, of, out of the yeah. routine. Yeah. Out of the exactly. routine. Yeah. It's lovely. That's, that's, that's for lovely. sure. Well, I was, I was looking at your website with your different um, collections and they're very different, but they're lovely. I really, really enjoyed the strong colors and those. I mean, you've got one of the latest ones I see behind you. Mm -hmm. Um but those those ones I I can't remember the name that you called it beginning was it beginning with G Gas uh, oh um, uh, Gaussian 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 like that's the it. soft and, yeah yeah and and the, the really but it, it's it's interesting to me looking at them because you could still see that it was you but in a in a completely different different perspective mm. and I thought that was really nice <laughs> yeah, yeah it's funny that you say that joy because sometimes I sit there and I'll, I'll I'm afraid I think as artists we're all told to stay in in a, in a lane right we we learn yeah. a lane yeah. but that can get so boring and I think what yeah. the book the book does is help you develop several different lanes and, and mm. so I, I tell people you know what you don't you could just sell one mm. lane you know, maybe Gaussian is real popular and you do that to sell, but you can have lanes that are personal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, and I have that too. Yeah, for sure. I do. And my, my other lane, <laughs> which I call, I give myself a different name for that. So I, I, I don't call myself joy when I'm doing those things. Oh, Shall I, I tell that. you what I call myself. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> And and I'm I'm actually getting a website with it because I'm going to go incognito with it. Oh really? Oh, wow, oh, this is a real revelation. Um, I call myself Willow Wadsworth. Oh my god. <laughs> it's your stage name. I love it. Yeah. Well, Wadsworth was my maiden name. Okay. And when I was a child, I I in, in our in the garden we had this fabulous willow tree and I used to love hiding. No one could find me if I climbed up into this willow tree so when I was thinking about a name and Wadsworth of course I haven't been that for a million years 
And I'm thinking, what do I really, the willow tree. I go, oh. okay, willow Wadsworth. <laughs> you know what? I, I think that's really, I love that idea. I love that idea of, of having so a- I'm going to have another website with these crazy paintings. Nobody will know that it's me. <laughs> here's, a, here's a question for you. What, what do you think you're able to let out? with the name willow that you're not oh yeah good question <laughs> a huge amount of stuff <laughs> reds and purples right yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. yeah well i i don't know if you find this but because i'm teaching i have to kind of stay i don't have to but there's a kind of a feeling that you have to stay within parameters because you're teaching I can't be that kind of wild, crazy nutcase that I probably am <laughs> when I when I when I'm actually you know trying to teach somebody something. Trying to be serious, it it's difficult to yeah. to to go from that restraint to being crazy. I, it doesn't kind of work. For me, I, well, I haven't found how I can connect it yet. <laughs> I'm working on it. Have you got an alternate personality, Chris, as well? Um, I don't know whether it's, no, I don't think it's another personality. No. It's just to be free, you um, know, and you talk a lot about that, don't you, Chris, really, of allowing yeah. yourself to be. And, and And, yeah, I think it's hard for me because of the the structure of the teaching to stay to, to to actually expand and go crazy maybe mm. it's a wrong perception i have about that but i do find that difficult mm. well you know, you know it's funny joy that you say that because i think i come from the other side um i've always been very aware of coming up with the different looks i i call them different styles of my work mm -hmm. And so people ask me to teach them how to do it. And I don't want oh. to, I, I'm oh. like, I don't want to teach. Not that, it, not that it's personal, but I don't want them to, to do exactly what I do. I want them to do what's a native to them. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I just, I did do a video and it went viral on a semic drawing. It's on. Oh a, yes. Yeah. I, yes. I saw that one. Yeah. That's how and, I found you actually. Oh, and it's, isn't it funny? And people love that. So I'm trying mm -hmm. to integrate more of a teaching modality into my, consciousness philosophy mm. so i'm coming from the other direction <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know and and i had a really interesting question for you eve because i understand that you are uh you study brain and and the, the how the neuro system works tell me about that a little bit yeah well um my training as a life coach was actually based on neuroscience um and was um a program that i took that was given by neuroscientists about how the brain works and based on all the research that they've done, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, behavioral therapy, but related to the different functions of the brain. So it's kind of an integrated um, practice where it's neuroscience, but it's also coaching. And then at the same time, I'm and I guess in a similar way that you do, Chris, is that I really would want to I want to integrate creativity into the coaching practice and to let people expand and discover themselves through art of some sort it doesn't have to be painting you know whatever it might be that 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 appeals to them because i think that that's where people get this block you know they don't realize it it it, it kind of mirrors their their belief about themselves in so many other ways so someone who doesn't think they can draw or paint or whatever also probably doesn't think that they can do x 
right? Right. And so once you demonstrate to them by doing certain exercises, do you know Zentangle? Have you heard of Zentangle? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So just by doing simple Zentangle exercises, they it sort of opens up their eyes to, oh my gosh, you know, just by using a few lines and following a few ba ba basic principles, I can produce something that looks really, really cool. And it, it kind of starts to break the walls down and open up their a belief in themselves that they can be more than they thought they were. Well, you know, I love neuroscience and I have, I've interviewed some people on my podcast about it. And usually what we talk about is creating new, new pathways. Yes, so exactly. The, the idea that your mind gets used to certain habits, you know, maybe the habit is that I always chose the same color ochre. Yeah. And so I have to get out of that pathway and try something new and create a new Chris, a new, That's right. know, a new Chris. Yes. Um, so I'm curious when 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 uh, Joy said that she changed her name. That's a different way. How would, <laughs> how would that how would that align with neuroscience? Is it the same idea? Changing your changing your self identity. Well, I suppose it. What it does is it allows her. Sorry to talk about you in the third person, Joy. Uh, <laughs> you know, psychoanalyze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to analyze you, Joy. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to add something else to the mix in a minute. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, the way I would, the way that I would see it is that it, it it's a part of her brain or, or her personality that has opened up a door to alternate uh, thought patterns that she feels confident and safe in exploring given this other identity that she has yeah, created. The teacher hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so she does have the, the pathway was always there, but she's opened a door to it and she's put a different name on the door. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I put a different that. name on the door uh, when I was, how old was I? 23. And I actually changed my name by depot. So I wasn't christened Joy. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, okay. Ah. Oh, so I was, a story I was actually the story here. Yeah, there's yeah, more to this no, than it, we goes, it goes way back. There's a whole there's a, there's a whole book there, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> which has been started but I'm not finished yet. Um, yeah, I was. I think I was 23, and uh, yeah, I was christened Claire Louise, hmm. and but I had an incredibly dominating mother, and all the time it was just battering the hell out of me and I was in hospital for a, a long time for about four months and this nun used to come and visit me and she used to talk to me about all kinds of interesting things not that I'm religious but she was just the most wonderful woman I, I she was lovely and she used to talk to me a lot about you know being happy and finding it in yourself and da -de da -de da. Anyway, one morning I woke up and it was just like there in my head. Call yourself Joy. Okay. I was going what? Yeah, <laughs> What's yeah. going on? And it was just booming away. It wouldn't leave my mind. So I don't know. A few de days later, I had a very very good friend. Um, and he used to come and visit me in the hospital. He was a lawyer. And I said, how do I change my name? And he's what? <laughs> <laughs> so he said, well, are you serious? I said, yeah, I'm deadly serious. I want to change my name to Joy. So he said, well, I can get you the forms. So he got me all the forms that you fill in to, to register it by depot. 
So there on in, I was called Joy. And my mother had an epileptic fit. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. She refused to call it to call me Joy for a long, long time. My sister wouldn't call me that. But then, you know, it came more and more familiar and more of it. And now, you know, well, my mother's not here any longer. But I've been Joy longer than I was Claire Louise. Wow. <laughs> you, you know, that's that's funny. I did the same thing when I was in high school. I I was kind of picked on when I was younger, and I recreate. I call it recreating myself, but I changed my name to CJ. CJ, oh, yeah. and that's okay. why my art name is CJ Miller. As mm -hmm. an artist, you'll find okay. my art, and and so it, it I it literally changed my posture. It changed how I yeah. walked. It, it changed how I approached life. <clears throat> I, I came in. I was CJ. I was more cool than Chris. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. So, so there don't is mess some, with me. <laughs> I, I imagine there's some psychology behind that, huh, Eve? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. For well, sure. this is this is inspiring. Maybe I need to change my name too, so that I can <laughs> now adapt a whole different way of 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 seeing myself and and doing art. Even you know. I sometimes yeah. think that you do have to kind of put on this other persona, this other mask to sort of to kind of repress and suppress all those things that you don't, you know, that stop you just so that you can be free to do something that. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Why not play? Well, I you think if, you, if we're going on the yeah. spiritual route, you know, it the spiritual route is to be as authentic as a person as we could possibly be, isn't it? Mm, I yeah. mean, to, to come from spirit, to come from our heart and soul, it, it kind of loses all the veneer of the outside because we're coming from truth, really, I would say. And so I think if you have things hampering you, like, for example, with my situation with my very dominating mother, um, as soon as I kind of took on board this new identity, I could handle her completely differently. Mm. I stopped calling her mummy. I started calling her by her name. I got some inner strength that I hadn't got before. It was an amazing transformation, actually. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> and, and maybe you found the same thing. Chris, when you changed that, you yeah. found that that a new confidence and energy and uh, spirit. <laughs> I I did, and I just had an idea because I love that you talked about intuition. If you sat down one time and tried to go back to your original name, I mean, just for for one session, mm. just one session, when you go into your studio and and go back to your birth name and see what you paint. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. interesting. Well, sometimes I do in my head have conversations with Claire. Yeah. I'll say okay you know now I'm you know a thousand years older <laughs> it's, it's kind of you know I have a different perspective on it altogether but I I I you know by solving some of my issues I can find myself having a conversation with that other person mm. <laughs> but yeah I think um Claire I think now would have probably more freedom than she ever had then that yeah would be for sure. yeah that would be interesting <laughs> to see who she is you know to unpack yeah, yeah. to unpack who she is and what what, <laughs> what colors does claire like yeah what was hidden underneath all that <laughs> it's interesting isn't it how um you know both of you and i have two in my own life gone through stages of uh, breaking free of something breaking out of some kind of a restriction 
Um, you know, you mentioned it in, you know, in your in your book, Chris, and in some of the podcasts that I've I've listened to you where you talk about that experience that you had in the art class, you know, that was so traumatizing. Um, and then your, you know, your your removal of, you know, your from the church, from the, you know, the religion. So that would have been a very significant event for you as well. Yeah, it was. I mean, uh, uh, I don't know if you've read the book yet, Joy, but I, w- I was also Catholic, raised Catholic. And and then mm-hmm. when I and I was very, very uh, spiritual, very religious when I was young. And then I started realizing that I was gay. And what they were saying up there on the during Sunday service mm-hmm. wasn't approving of yeah. me. And and perhaps that's why I changed to CJ. I mean, the whole thing was I, I was like a denial. And I was originally mm-hmm. named after St. Christopher which is oh, really, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> CJ would step away from that. But I think that, you know, the more I talk to people, everybody, not just active artists, but everybody, we have these mm-hmm. situations in our life that force us to grow yeah. and force us For to sure. like that contrast. In, and then mm-hmm. and how do we react to it? You mm-hmm. know? Well, it's exactly. all about so how- what, what was the trigger for you? to go from your business into art what what was kind of the defining moment where you thought okay enough of this I'm going to go into my painting that's a, that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> so there were two two I was doing I actually started transitioning my business into an art festival and I was doing art festivals when COVID hit and I would support and I had like 85 different artists from different disciplines, some people doing mosaic, clay, stained glass. And I did these big festivals. Well, COVID hit mm-hmm. and yeah. it just shot me down. And I kind of went through a little uh, depression, I guess. You know, they call it the dark night of the soul. The soul. Yeah. 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 You well, heard that term? I know that yeah. feeling. <laughs> and, and I went and I went to I took a corporate job. For one, for about 16 months, I worked at a corporate job, which I hadn't done in 25 years. I worked for someone else. Oh my gosh, it was, it made me miserable. Um, <laughs> oh. all, all the things you see in the movies, you know, sitting at the board table while everybody just, yes, 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 sir, the boss. And it, it, I was so unhappy. Mm-hmm. I really, I started getting physically sick. And I think I literally needed that to say, Chris, you have what you need, go out and do it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And I think we all do. We all, that's a very strong line in, in the book. We have what's called, um, your creative DNA, mm. we have it. Uh, and I like to term it, I use this term called intelligence of being. I don't know mm. if you've gotten to that chapter. In us is an intelligence that is meant. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. skill sets that nobody else has. You have abilities that nobody else has. And it's programmed into you just like a bird knows how to fly south yeah. in the winter. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know how to make yourself successful yeah. if, you, if you cut off all that negative messaging and all that you're told to be and you mm. get down to who you are meant to be mm-hmm. and you just yeah. can live it just live it yeah mm-hmm. and it's interesting joy maybe changing your name is a way that you're going to live more who you are you know even well more. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm running out of time i've got to get on with it <laughs> we all feel you that know, way i kind of yeah. got a benchmark in my mind of like well, I've got maybe fifteen or twenty years to sort it out. <laughs> I always, I always and tack on, tack on the end of that fifteen or more or more. <laughs> or more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't limit it. Don't limit it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it, well, I I have got some big changes um, 
cooking in my brain of what I might do, where I might live and all kinds of interesting things. So one of the things that I think is really important when you're doing all these wonderful transitions is the, is the letting go, you know, the, the willingness to just kind of let everything drop behind you the, that you brought with mm-hmm. you. And, um, and that's not always easy. And we're not always aware of what we're holding on to, right? <laughs> Sometimes it takes a lot of, you know, self self-awareness and self-analysis. Um, but one of the ways that I found, you know, um, in my sort of creative journey that really taught me an important lesson was when I was doing ceramics. And it's a very Zen experience because I don't know if either of you have done pottery before. You have, Joy. I don't know, Chris. You have you... to let go of a pot anyway. Exactly. Yeah. It's flying off the wheel. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and you know, um, I was working on a, a, a bowl of, on, a, on a wheel and I, you know, was able to shape it and form it. And I was so proud of it. It was like the most wonderful, amazing thing I had ever done. And I, you know, carried it very carefully over to the to the area where they, you know, they fired in the kiln and they and, you know, left it there like nobody touch it, you know, <laughs> except for the person who was going to, you know, um, put it in the kiln for me. But anyway, so when I came back to the studio the next time, all anxious, you know, waiting to see this bowl after it had been had had been fired, the technician came up to me and said, I'm really sorry. You know, there's no. a crack in it. And there was this thing that was, you know, irreparable. There was no way to salvage it at all. And so I literally had to just kind of like drop it in the bin, drop it in the garbage, you know, because there's nothing you can do with it. It was such an important lesson of don't get attached, you know, let go of that attachment to things. And that's one of the things in your book, isn't it, Chris? It's about be willing to let go of large amounts of work um, at any moment's notice because yeah yeah I think it's part of the creative process and Joy would probably agree with that too if you have to let go of the fear of failure it's there is no failure there is no failure there's always an opportunity to redo and change what you're doing and um so like you said actually there's an art form where they actually fill in that crack with that pot I know I know I should have thought of that (laughs) time yeah and there's a name for it it's a wonderful name it's a Japanese Japanese it's a Japanese way of I I don't fill it in with gold or something interesting like that exactly something like that yeah yeah are you a fan of um Wayne Dyer I know he's not around oh yeah yeah I I, I think sorry (laughs) Um, one of his wonderful stories was him, of him moving and leaving everything behind and starting again. Mm. And that, that story stayed with me, well, stays with me because that's a real letting go. I don't know how on earth he managed that, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's amazing. I, I, I was really saddened when, when he passed because yeah. um, he, he was such a light you know? Yeah. And yeah, and I, I adored him. <laughs> I did. And you know what? It's interesting. Cause I thought, well, why would, why would God take him away? And then, and then I started thinking, well, that's the assumption that he's taken away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, it was a reflection of my beliefs about death. Right. And that mm. we all have this fear of death or that it's the end, but what if it's just the beginning? Yeah. You know? and, yeah. and he went yeah. to, went on to do, <laughs> uh, he's doing other great things right now. <laughs> yeah. But he also leaves a, you know, a, a, a huge amount of knowledge with us to yes. process. I mean, yes. you know, I, I still listen to some of his stuff and, and 
I feel, you know, it's kind of means more somehow that he's actually not here physically any mm. longer because it's like when I get the feeling of listening to him, it's like he's around telling me, right, you know, bloody well listen to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you know, sometimes, sometimes I'll listen, you know, I, I, I've learned to listen to that voice inside my head, like the voice that's telling you to try new things and and also that voice that tells me to try a different color or when I'm painting, it just tells me what to do. But I also, sometimes it's a fun thing to try. If you have someone like that, that you really love is to ask in your head, Wayne, what should I do here? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah. You know, <laughs> what would you do? What would yeah, you yeah. do, Wayne? Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Paint a butterfly. You remember that lovely story you told about the butterfly? Yeah. You know. Friend. Oh, mm. yeah. <laughs> so we'll all be doing we'll all, you know we all need to write books don't we yeah <laughs> so we can leave it behind so somebody in like you know 25 or 30 or 50 years time can say you know what Chris you're still here with me <laughs> I, 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 it's funny that you say that when I wrote the book one of the things that really resonated with me is I would forget I would learn a lesson and then I'd forget it you know mm. and then sure sure enough a year later I'd be I'd be judging someone or judging what I'm working on, you know, like you're painting and, and I was yeah. oh, go back and read chapter six. You know? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and it, it's for me, writing a book is, it's a great thing for anybody to do. Mm. It, it, it's, it's like you're writing your own directions for life yeah. and, how, yes. and how you get through it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I've written a book on, on painting, just a, not a long book, but on, on how to, for a beginner, really, how to start and what to do and how to do it and da-di-da, you know, very, it's not, not a great long, you know, read, read novel. Um. But I would love to, if I could find a ghostwriter. <laughs> well, they have AI well, I, now. You have AI. So. I was going to say, yeah. Well, yeah, but the 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 it it's such a complicated story. I don't know. I, I I'll have to find a way of doing it before I pop my clogs. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, but what we're doing were, what we're yeah. doing here today is 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 uh, there for the rest of you know the the. The time where people will still watch YouTube videos until yeah. until some other technology comes along and and so you know YouTube is no longer a thing. But you know <laughs> here we are um, for anyone to look at. You know, fifty years from now or more, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well you know, I, when we look back at our YouTube channel, I think I started mine years ago, and I didn't. I, you know, I didn't really know anything about it. And sometimes I might just go back and look at some of the things that I did back then. And it's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> so hopefully I've improved slightly since then. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's amazing because I, I'm a big uh, follower, if you like, of Ram Dass. You know, he's my... Oh. You know, he's my guru, you know, your go to <laughs> my go to guru. And, um, you know, I, I just think, you know, there are so many recordings of him and some videos of him talking, you know, back in the 60s and 70s. And I thank God that someone had the foresight to do this, you know, to record him and to capture all of his his talks, not all of them, but a lot of his talks for posterity, because. <clears throat> they're so relevant today, as relevant as they were then. And 
so meaningful and so inspiring you know i love to listen to to him you know um every every time i get a chance to so yeah yeah it's a pity that buddha and jesus didn't have youtube <laughs> <laughs> yeah right we might have got a few things a bit straighter with all the misinterpretations <laughs> of both of them. Yeah, yeah. They'd say, no, I didn't really mean that. <laughs> no, you got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. <laughs> That's why I think it's really important to always be able to you check in with yourself. You know, you go within and yeah. look for those answers because there, there's all sorts of information out there and you have to sit down quietly. And like you said, Eve, you know, you can do meditation or whatever, but you check in with yourself on how you feel about something. Yeah, mm. it is so important. Yeah. So, and so now, what's next, what's next for you, Chris, are you writing another oh, book or are you working on a show? I actually, I am working on a show. I'm working on a solo show here in Dallas uh, and it's, it's going to open on August 30th. It's, I'm really excited about it. Um, there's, it's a called emotional roller coaster. Oh right! Yes. Oh wow! Yes. But it's a show based on emotions, and each painting in the show, and there's they're this size, like the one behind me. Um, this is not going to be in the show, but this was my test pilot. Uh, <laughs> is painted to a specific song. Oh and right. The, the song has a very strong emotional content. Like one is really happy, one is sad, one is frustrated, one is is uh, is in awe, reverence. And one is humorous. And so wow. I want I want people to come. And I actually created a Spotify playlist. Yeah, I heard that. You saying that on the radio. Yeah. Program, that, and I was, and so, I was thinking, I must ask you, is it on Spotify or something? It is. Playlist. It, it is. My playlist <laughs> oh, is on Spotify. Cool. And so oh, when cool. they come when they come to the show, they scan the barcode, pulls up the playlist. When they look at painting number one, they listen, they can look. And so it's inner it's an immersive ex exhibit. They watch the painting while Fantastic. they hear, hear the music. Yes. Yeah. What and a brilliant idea. I know. <laughs> I'm excited. The, the, goal, the goal for me was I want people to realize that we are emotional creatures. Mm -hmm. And, and today, more, today more than ever, we are challenged. We're triggered all, all day long. We're being triggered through yeah. news and media. So to stand back, you know how you were saying, Joy, with a different name, it gives you the opportunity to stand back and kind of watch yeah. yourself, you know? And, and yeah. I think mm -hmm. that too, Eve. So I want people to come to the show and every eight feet, they're going to have a different experience. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be and, dancing or, right, or crying or yeah. getting frustrated. <laughs> and, and, but I want them to realize that it's not who they are. Emotions aren't who you are. They flow mm. through yeah. us. They, yeah. they help us express, but they're not who we are. We right. are in the space. And Eckhart Tolle would say this, we're the space behind the emotion. Yeah. Watch or watch <laughs> With yeah. the big pain body looming yeah. over. <laughs> oh, so you know exactly. You're right, Eckhart Tolle. Yeah, with pain body issues as well, and sometimes emotions oh, emotions yeah. are just triggered by pain body, oftentimes. And yeah, so don't take them too personal, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, I was going to share one other thing with you, Joy. One of the things I do is I I call it the little Chris. So I'll say. Little Chris is frustrated right now. Okay, <laughs> or, that's cool way. Little Chris is mad at that person driving in front of him, <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it it gives me distance. It gives me distance yeah. to get through the day, and then it's also good when I paint. Mm -hmm. So if I'm painting and I'm having it and I get frustrated, Little Chris is feeling insecure right now, or Little Chris doesn't think he's worthy of painting right now. You know, that's a really good, that's a really good mantra to have. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Because yeah. when you get that distance, then you can say, okay, maybe I need to leave the studio. 
Or maybe mm-hmm. I just ignore little Chris right now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I, I stay in that higher space, that, that loving, the, the space of love, you know, the channel of love and acceptance. Yes. And I just let myself go and just let go of all that, that yeah, fear yeah. and the, the worry and the judgment, you know, all Wonderful. those things. That's cool. I, yeah, I like that's a great idea. idea. Yeah, you can have yeah. a separate and that, and that must, must do something to our brains. <laughs> yeah, it must do something to our brains. So it's probably yeah. the same theory, right, Eve? I mean, if you same theory is giving yourself a different name, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And and not doing that association between, as you say, you know, you aren't that emotion. You're experiencing that emotion, but that's not who you are. Um, and who you are is ineffable you know it's not something that you can really put a label on really you know other than you know you're sitting it's it's residing in this bag of skin um you know that we call a body um and it has you know sensory uh inputs and all this kind of thing but it's so much we're so much more than that and um and the challenge is to let you know that that other part of us that's connected to come through you know and to really feel that 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 flow like that creative flow to go to go from wherever it's coming from through to your eyes and your fingers and whatever you're using to create your art with you know um and to and and extend it into the paintbrush even if you like you know yeah yeah i was gonna say eve one thing you said earlier that that you should be aware of is we all communicate differently and i would say that you're kinesthetic Mm -hmm. since you like like pottery and if you're going to paint, I would tell you to use your fingers. Instead okay. Of yeah, yeah. I thought of that, actually. That's a good idea. I, you, you need to touch it. You, yeah. You're a kinesthetic. You want to feel what you're doing. And, and a brush is going to isolate you a little bit. Mm. So, anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say that my my mentor used to say to me, you have to use the uh, the words, um, let, let it happen. Mm. forget everything else just let it happen if you let it happen what happens (laughs) and you don't know you really don't know you just allow the thing to 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 go but I I always have that in my mind it's kind of was instilled in me from a very young age to just let it be let it go let it go let it go but it is very hard I think the older we get to get attached to our story, Mm. if we're not careful, (laughs) you know, we let all the other stuff um, climb on top. You know, that's what I think is so interesting about, you know, what you've been writing in your book, because it it allows us to think about letting go of the story. But, you know, so many people are attached to their story and their, what happened rather than, now yeah because the story was then this is a new story (laughs) Mm. there's a new one every moment if you like yeah Yeah. i was gonna say the same thing every moment every minute every moment yeah 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 Yeah. well it is you know the the foundation to the buddhist um philosophy is you know the attach attachment is what causes suffering right by being attached to things then you create this relationship and this dependence and this um this need to have this connection and and whatever happens you know it could be a a a relationship with somebody else or it could be an object or like me and my bowl (laughs) you know (laughs) it has to be you have to let it go because with with by letting go you let go of the suffering or the potential for the suffering 
And, you know, so many of us are walking around suffering because we're attached to, you know, getting a nice car or going on a vacation or having a nice house or, you know, whatever it is, which is completely meaningless. And in the end, it's so temporary anyway. You know, you can't take it with you, obviously, <laughs> right? But it, it, yeah. it's kind of, it's, but it's a, a total dialectic, isn't it, really? Because, you know, we want the commitment um, at one level, but then we've got to detach from it from another. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like you're between, you're, you're oscillating between those two points. I mean, you know, I can remember... <laughs> back then when I was in a, a marriage, you know, there's that, that kind of uh, dependency and attachment. And that's kind of normal in a relationship. To have a relationship that's committed but not attached is kind of like quite a strange concept, isn't it? Yeah, I think it depends on how, how you do think you of do attachment. That? Yeah, I know. I so know. I opted for not having any. I just been the relationship. That's one way out of it. Yeah. But you're right. It's 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 a duality. You're in between. You're going yeah. back and forth. You know, I because I, I always talk about non-judgment, but you also I have you have to be discerning, right? Like as an artist, you start discerning this stroke looks yeah. better than this stroke, mm. right? Yes. And so you still have to be discerning. Mm. And, yeah, and and then what makes the the painting so interesting is the the contrast, you know, the color contrast and the color values. Well, you know, sometimes in a in a relationship, the contrast is so contrasting, <laughs> it kind of it kind of should make it really dynamic, like it would do in a painting. But, you know, it can explode into chaos. <laughs> Destructive well, contrast. Yeah. That, that's where that term, you know, you've heard the term love-hate relationship. You yeah. know, like you have those passionate relationships where you're either really having a good time or you just hate each other. Hate right? each <laughs> That's not good. It's, no. it, it's it's a fine line. I think I talked about that too. It's There's a flow state and you want to be in that fine place where you're challenged a little bit, yeah. but not too, not too much, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's your, the challenge, the balance between the medium and the, the skill. The challenge of and the skill, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you have to be just you you don't just at the right place, but there's a there's a it's practice, right? That's kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard even to think about, let alone do. Yeah. <laughs> well, we wouldn't be here if it was easy, would we? No. I mean, we would be, but you know, I think it's all part of the journey that we're on, and that's another you know important message about uh, being an artist is not to always be so focused on the end result. I mean, yes, of course you want yeah. to finish the painting and so on, but enjoying that process of process, actually doing yes. it is really the, the the key to the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely, I love it. Well, I love it's that. fantastic yeah. to have the conversation. So without your book, we wouldn't be having the conversation, Chris. So oh, thank I, you. I, I, I am so thrilled, uh, you know, the fact that you're reading it in, in what I would say across the world, right? And yeah. yeah. I think it's amazing. I, I, I talked to a woman yesterday who read the book in Ireland. And oh, yes. I'm just finding it fascinating to see that we have this commonality, you know, that, I, that we're so far mm -hmm. away, right? But we can reach out and, and we connect. can do it. I know it's amazing because Eve's in Portugal, you're in Texas, and I'm in Spain. So oh, I mean, really? yes, yeah. it's, it's incredible, isn't it? Really, it is. It's incredible. <laughs> and those are the, some of the gifts of COVID was teaching us that we can do this. 
yeah, yeah that's true that's yeah. true yeah well my, my covid experience was to put all my classes that i was physically teaching online so that that was a fantastic time for me just to have the time mm. to learn how to do it and put all the courses um up on on a platform and that's how i'm teaching now it's all online um so it's interesting isn't it Ex what, except what you're you're doing it you're doing a retreat as well, well aren't apart you, from Chris? my retreat yeah. joy's yeah, doing yeah. a retreat and you're doing one as well oh are you doing one yeah i, I joy yeah. i'm doing my first retreat this fall it locally mm -hmm. but i i hope to move it to santa fe in the spring but this <gasps> this fall wow. it's in texas yeah oh, and wow. it's oh. and I, I love the idea, you know, I love being online, but I also love the idea, as you know, being in yeah, person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's well, a, it's I, that... I have to say I'm excited about it, and it's nice to have, it's nice to be, I, I want to develop it. It's quite small, this first one. Again, it's the first one. But, you know, dip my toes in the water and then <laughs> learn for the next time. Yeah. And, um yeah, it's, it's it's great working with people. You get you get so much energy, and um, you know you can work in in such a different way. Obviously, when you're working physically with people, mm. <laughs> that's true. You know, when when I would go to Santa Fe and take classes years ago, you always learn something new, right? You watch someone yeah. using a different brush or have a new tool or they're using a different kind of paint and you're like oh yeah oh right? wow yeah 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 a i have a, I have this wonderful fantasy about santa fe i think one day i'll be able to go ah <laughs> well you see now you have a reason to go joy yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll see if i can come to your retreat chris that would be year. wonderful that would be Wouldn't wonderful that'd be great <laughs> yes it would be well, it would be great oh, all right so well, fantastic conversation, and thank you so much, Chris, for for joining us on this on this podcast. We're going to share it to all our lovely people, yeah. and um, hopefully, uh, you'll get even more book sales. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That would be great. I appreciate. Yeah. It. I love it. Like I said, yeah. I love reaching out and finding all this commonality and in consciousness yeah. and and self awareness. It's important. It yeah. is for yeah. sure, absolutely, yeah. The, and I feel, you know, having the conversation because you can't have this conversation very often. No, not, not normally. You know, yeah. not with I wouldn't say normal people, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. It's it's kind of like you know you have to be focused in a certain way to be able to be able to express yourself in this way. Yeah. So I I think it's great that. You know your your book obviously provokes that conversation, which is wonderful. Yes. So thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate it. It was so wonderful chatting with y'all. Yeah. yeah all right. Well. well, all the best on your uh, exhibit, your show coming up at the end of the month, and yeah. uh, hopefully we get to see some pictures of it online. Um, oh yeah. 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 Okay. Wonderful. Um, so yes, thank you again, Chris, and uh, we look forward to seeing um, you know your your show, and we'll continue to listen to your podcast as well. <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's keep in touch. I, I let's definitely it. I, keep in touch. That would be I cool. Will, I will post some pictures of the show on my YouTube channel, okay. and where I describe the paintings and some of the concepts that went behind them. So yeah, yeah. you'll have to take some. Um, you'll have to take some pictures or or, or film some of the people dancing yes. to the music yes. in front of your yes. pictures. <laughs> 
that's a good idea. Yeah, exactly. That would be cool. I'll tell you what, Joy, you come on over to Dallas. Okay. We'll see you. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay. All right. We all, all have right. a great day. Okay. Thank you very all much. Right. Okay. Thank Bye -bye. you. All right. Bye. Lots of love. Thank you. Bye. Bye.